Give her all of my money, all my love and everything.
stopping with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly.
Somebody you just love to burn her. Mom loves the both of them. You see, it's in the blood. Both kids are good to mom. Blood's thicker than the mud. It's a family affair. It's a family affair. 
Still checking each other out. Hey. Nobody wants to blow. Nobody wants to be left out. Uh huh. You can't leave 'cause your heart is there. But you, you can't stay 'cause you've been somewhere else. You can't cry 'cause you look broke down. But you're crying anyway 'cause you're all broke down. It's a family affair. Just walk past me. You don't even know that I exist. Go on out of my head, over you. Out of my head, over you. Out of my head, day and night, night and day and night, round and round.
a stranger who's come here, come from another town. Funny, I'm a stranger myself here, small world, isn't it? Funny, you're a girl who goes traveling. Rather than settling down Funny Cause I'd love to go traveling Small world, isn't it? We have so much in common It's a phenomenon By joining forces from now on Lucky you're a girl who likes children That's an important sign Lucky cause I'd love to have children Small isn't it funny? Isn't it small and funny and I'd love to have children Small world, isn't it funny? Isn't it small funny? Such a thing as a superman. 
This has been Bug Out Square. Thanks for doing what you had to do to do that. Um, man, that was a good set. I thought I had to check in, but let me tell you a little bit in this last uh, minute. <laughs> Gil Scott Heron, Johnny Mathis, Nancy Wilson, Sly and the Family Stone, Temptations. I didn't know that one. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Uh, but you know, Temptations. Bird of Flack, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Herbie Hancock, and the Headhunters, Hugh uh, Mesakella, Muddy Waters, Otis Redding, uh, Bill Withers, Stevie Wonder, BT Express doing it. Mr. Blues, B.B. King, Gladys Knight, and the Pips. Um, the Supremes featuring, <laughs> what was her name again? Yeah. Pearl Bailey, uh, the one and only, my man. We did some uh, some Louis Armstrong, like way, way back, King Oliver. Uh, that's kind of cool. There's 78s, I'm assuming, transferred on. See the wonders of 33 and a third. John Coltrane, Giant Steps, title track. Miles Davis from the Water Babies, title track. Jimi Hendrix, Rainbow Bridge, we did Dolly Dagger. Uh, Quincy Jones, we did Hick, Hick, Hickaburr, Hickaburr. Um, yeah, I believe that's, uh, <laughs> that was Bill Cosby on vocals there. I just remember that from uh, uh, an early show. I think it was his first one, right after, uh, right after I Spy. Man, I remember that. That was, that was that show. It's a shame. Got to separate the art from the man. I don't know. Uh, war. We did. Um, 
The world is a ghetto. That's a that's a masterpiece. The fifth dimension. We did uh, Age of Aquarius and let the sun shine in. Uh, yeah, complete with bass solo. And we opened up with Ike and Tina Turner, just like doing it real. Uh, Proud Mary, yeah. So if you came to the uh, through the or to the uh, website, uh, we're always looking for dough. So if there's a GoFundMe there or something, if you're so inclined, we are so broke. We're very uh, struggling more than usual. But uh, any kind of support is good. Uh, take care of those. Uh, be who can't and be the best you can be and help those who can't. And uh, folks hurting, man, um, Texas, all that, all that South, man, they're not, they're not dealing. They're not, they're not equipped to deal, you know, and it's not, like here and on the coast and it's like all of a sudden it's frozen that's uh that's tough but um hopefully it's better now i don't know power's on houses are all fucked up plumber man if you're a plumber head your ass down south man there's tons of work all right um Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of. <laughs> you uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W T S L M O Y C plus C E G I D E M A N. With podcast yeah. watch along with us. Right. Yeah. L W A S L M O Y C. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or Carl time or whatever. Five yeah. percent. Please right. Percent. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to show five Here's people. Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye.
test, test. Carl, Carl, test, test. Yeah, you're all buzzy. I gotta call back. Let's watch. It's oh, jokes to Carl. Movie. Not duh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. With Mike Goldstein. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's right. You subscribe to the L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T podcast available on iTunes and everywhere. We also stream first live uh, streaming on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday 2 to uh, 4 p.m. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, Am I right? 2 p.m., right? You were certainly right about L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T and that we first broadcast on Mutiny Radio, but I think it's time to plug Mutiny Radio. What's our sponsor? Oh, our sponsor is MutinyRadio.fm, where we stream live. We're part of a great Sunday lineup. We even have a show called The Edge of Insanity at noon prior to us. Great show with Paul Brumbaugh. Why don't you contribute to the station? Keep it going. We have a GoFundMe, which I believe wrapped up in September. However... You can go to uh, Venmo yes. and throw some Venmo bucks at Mutiny Radio. Carl, I'm really excited to have Paul Brumbaugh here with us. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. It's good to be here with you guys, too. It's been so long since we've all been so live in the studio, we almost forget our time slots. Yeah. <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah, so we want you to listen to Paul's show. We want you to subscribe to Paul's show. We have Paul here. Yeah. We'll be doing our countdown very shortly as we count down the movie we are going to let us watch, uh, a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie today? D- today we're going to watch Munchies, thanks to your popular demand. M-U-N-C-H-I-E-S, <laughs> 1987. Munchies, 1987. Uh, Put in the YouTube search. Greatest year ever. We like Ken. All right, so go ahead and... Kev's movie channel. I'm going to subscribe to Kev's movie channel. But look like at movie the channel. movies first. Uh, Every episode you subscribe to yet another. I want to leave a mark. I want them to know I was there. I existed. I used your video for other means. So go ahead to type in Munchies. Spelled like it sounds. 1987. You'll get to the link from Kev's movie channel. Click that link. Hit pause. Move the timer to 000. We want to play this movie the same time with you. We want you to listen to the podcast and watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. That's the only way you can truly experience L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Paul, can you say the initials? Paul, can you say them? Yes, I can. You probably want me to do it anyway, don't you? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, it's L W A F. L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> I'm going to so professional. That's a great ad right there. That's a professional ad right there. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yep. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, I am, we are, we're going to do the countdown, and I'm very excited. Uh, not only is Paul here, but we're yeah, very excited to have Paul do the countdown. So we, What's that, sir? I just want to be clear. K-E-V apostrophe S movie channel is hosting Munchies 1987. Take it away. Kevin. Yes. All right. Uh, Paul, please. The Countdown King is here himself. We please welcome Paul Brumbaugh. All right, man. I, okay, I think I've got it. I've got the munchies. Oh, you mean the movie. All right, guys, here we go. 
put your finger right over that triangle. Let's do this thing in true munchy style. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Launch. True munchy style. Uh oh, star date. Dear Cindy. Star Trek reference. Girl. It's a Star Trek connection. The Star Trek connection. Every movie we watch either has actors or references to Star Trek. Right. Or sexual abuse. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sexual or sexual abuse. Is that Corman? <laughs> yes, that is. That is Harvey. Harvey. And I don't know who that guy was. That's the every man. It's every man white guy. Harvey Corman Jr.? Yes. Well, his name is Waterman. Which is ironic from Waterman. It's uh, he's not, his name is Paul and his father is Simon. You know Harvey, Simon Waterman. It's an archaeologist, and believe it or not, he's looking for alien space stuff. Interesting. What a waste of time. Right. They don't exist. Yeah. Who gave him funding? <laughs> you gonna find a leprechaun? <laughs> Look! Look at their dig. Uh, I'm gonna look for uh, special effects, right? They bought a tent. They got a cooler. Corman's <laughs> there. They got some props. Give him a glove with a baseball. So oh, look at Jenny Hill. Paul wants to go to Los Angeles and be a stand-up comedian, and he's like, "Son, Los Angeles is like New Jersey with earthquakes." Is that true? I guess that's no, true. I'm from New Jersey not. and California. It's it's a weird thing to say, and it's our author's first joke. Well, New Jersey is tend to be used as a punchline, right? We can admit yes. that in the fifty hundred years of comedy in America. Oh, uh, but the meeting. So maybe that's the it. Meeting. I'm sorry, Paul. Jumped. He put on a parachute and bailed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we woke him up today. As today merges into another day. <laughs> Well, we were the highlight of Paul's day. Don't forget, we want you to listen to Paul's podcast, The Edge of Insanity. It's excellent. The Edge of Insanity. Check it out on mutinyradio.fm. Yeah. Yeah. If you go there, there's a, a podcast archive page, and you can find our 200 episodes and Paul's 200 episodes. Yes. Happy searching. Yeah. <laughs> Be like an archaeologist. I guess uh, Indiana Jones made archaeology movies cool again. Yes, exactly. Usually it's like a bunch of nerds getting chased by a mummy. <laughs> okay, so what's about to happen, you know, I'll spare you the details. It's, it's like Machu Picchu and, uh, they, you know, they got an interpreter and anyway, he's about to find a creature, okay? And that creature, he believes, is an alien. And that will prove that there are aliens. You know, it's alien techno, um, ancient aliens kind of thing. And that'll make Simon uh, very... He's alien? Mm -hmm. He's going to find the munchies. But aren't munchies aliens? Well... I have to use plural when I say munchies. In the end, the munchies are not aliens. Just to ruin like this for you. <laughs> Oh Jesus! First off, why is it? Why is Harvey wearing a fucking San Francisco Giants cap? And also in yeah. the '80s, were they in San Francisco the Giants? Yeah, they were. The earthquake happened around then. Okay, there they find a, a cute, adorable creature who speaks Spanish. Oh. 
Yokino yeah, Taco Bell. Right. And um, they're going to put him in a duffel bag and take him home, essentially. That's what's going on here. There's only one of them, you see. It's not plural. Well, the title says Munchies, right. and we had watched we we should say that last week's episode we had watched a family friendly uh family friendly family entertainment movie yeah. called Munchies mm-hmm. which is the unofficial direct to video sequel to this movie and it was reset as a kids film where there was one creature a munchie who spoke and helped the kid Dom DeLuise uh, Yeah the voice of Dom DeLuise and Munchie helped uh, a young white boy deal with his mom's dating Right, because his dad was not there, and his mom were dating, and he didn't like the stepdad. Right. But Munchie like put a matchstick, a wooden match in the. He gave him a hot stepdad too. <laughs> gave him a hot foot, and they <laughs> laughed. And he felt better for himself. By the way. What's that? The sequel has nothing to do with this movie. Well, this movie is an R-rated kind of teen sex comedy from the late 80s. The, the only connection we have is that Roger Corman direct, uh, produced these movies. Yes. For his various entertainment mediums. And I think producing them kind of lightly, you know what I mean? Like, he had his boy. Yeah. Like, the the for Munchie 1992, it was uh, – I forget his name now, but he, he's a – you know, Corman is his guru. He's trusted, you know. Go make me an exploitation yeah. You were talking about that director. He's just he would crank them out for Corman. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing is, this is obviously off of Gremlins, right? I mean, it's another knockoff. It's it's that's a Corman specialty. Whatever's hip or popular right. now, I'm going to take. I'm going to exploit that, and people will go to the theater. Harvey Corman. So Harvey Corman being in movies is a special thing. He was in Blazing Saddles, and that's about it. Like, was he in Disney movies? He was he uh, part of the uh, Appleseed gang or whatever, the Apple Dumpling gang? No, well, Corman had a – look, he was uh, – okay, before he was on the Carol Burnett show, that's how you really know him. He was on Flintstones as the Great Gazoo. Uh-huh. <clears throat> that's right. That's the classic Rosie O'Donnell joke saying that the, the Flintstones were unrealistic when the Gazoo showed up. <laughs> Uh, he was in the Munsters, like, uh, for three years, uh, you know, doing just uh, – I guess it was once every year he was there. And there were several films by Mel Brooks. It wasn't just – So what other movies? High Anxiety? High Anxiety. That's a great one. My, yeah. He was dating the uh, Nurse Diesel. It was just – it was a really good one. Was he in Spaceballs? I don't think so. I'm not a fan of Spaceballs. I know everyone else is. I don't get it either. It was just kind of a weak comedy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get the nostalgia of nostalgia, but I just don't uh, – it wasn't as good a good film. It was better than uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. It was better than Robin Hood Men in Tights, although <laughs> I guess they're equal. So we have Pan Am? No, United. So United's still around. Okay, now oh, this is pre-9-11. they're back home. It's pre-9-11, but there's a joke. Listen. Gentlemen, time to step aside and explode. So it's the girlfriend. They're home with Munchie in the bag. And this girl was in Gremlins. 
Really? Yeah. Stevie Cates? Yeah. The, and the director, uh, no, her her name is Nadine Vanderveld. Uh, we know her in this show from Moving Violations. She, oh, yeah, absolutely, which is probably a year before, 86. Yeah, she was in Critters. She was in Critters, not Gremlins, uh, which was the original. Well, Critters is... The only thing I know about Critters is that Leonardo DiCaprio was in Critters 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there, there was Critters, there was Ghoulies, there was Monkeys. Uh, I think I'm missing another Gremlins knockoff. Right? We watched Ghoulies go to college. Yeah, that was great. That had three Ghoulies. It was Ghoulies, plural, and there was plural amount of Ghoulies. Unlike this movie, Munchies, I've only seen a Munchie. Yes. Yeah, there were three Stooges at a college. You should have seen them when they opened up that glass refrigerator filled with beer. Hysterical. Beer beer avalanched onto them? Yeah. Oh, Thomas Azamo. So this is a guy oh, named Dean, and cat. he's like the son of the big cop in town. And so he's going to... Oh, he's Lily, man. We'll have him set up as he's a buffoon. I got pulled over already. Ma'am, you know you're wearing a wool cap in the desert? She isn't being pulled Get over for speeding. She's pe- being pulled over because she went a few decibels over the noise ordinance. When her car backfired. That's a fair, yeah, it really annoyed all the tumbleweeds. They know him. They, like, went to high school with him or something. Hi, everybody. I was the sick doctor. Oh, hey, Officer Pig. I mean, Toby. (laughs) He's just, like, going to be set up to the douche. Meanwhile, poor Munchie's, like, stuck in that bag the whole time. Munchie's, excuse me, Munchie's. Well, there's only one munchie right now. Should I? I, I you know, I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah. Just... Well, I I have a question. Cut them Answer up. Answer my question. They. What? Is there more than one munchie? Right. Is there more than one munchie in this? Yeah. Cutting them. Right. You cut them in half. There's two munchies now. Oh, but isn't that the three rules of munchies? You don't feed them after midnight. You don't add water to them. And you don't cut them in half. <laughs> Right, you don't cut him in half. So <laughs> they will, he will be cut into fours. You'll see. And then at the, like, real close to the end, they're going to try to cut themselves, like, make more of themselves. Wait a minute, they're going to cut themselves? That's so fucking gross. They commit suicide to make more. But How did they wind up cutting a monkey in half? What's that? How did they come to the, the point in their lives where they were cutting a monkey in half? Oh, well, that's the film. You shall see. Doesn't make any sense. Is that Henry Gibson, Artie Johnson next door spying on him? No. no it's, uh, yes, you're right. It's Cecil. Cecil Waterman. Oh, his twin brother. Yes. But he's clearly not, you know, they both have their distinguishing features. Like a terrible wig and a horrible mustache. It's really bad. How did Harvey? How did Harvey Corman show up in this movie? I don't know. There's the Elvis listed. Oh well, I'll tell you what. It only it only took twelve days to shoot the whole thing. So nice. 
Well, Harvey Corbin's a genius. I mean, he's funny in anything, and unfortunately, he does a lot. <laughs> you know, like, hey, can you do a wacky commercial? Yeah, I'm Harvey Corbin. Obviously, I could do a wacky commercial for you. Of course. Yeah. So what we're getting right now is the cuteness of Munchie. Me, 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 me. <coughs> well, the Munchie movie we saw, Harvey, uh, Dom DeLuise started talking almost immediately. Yes. He was all like, hey. Hey, I'm a stupid. <laughs> now, they're giving him snacks, right? So yeah. that's why she nicknames him Munchie. Let's see. Here it is. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen anybody eat so much junk since that time you got drunk. Remember, and you ate that bar of hash. Yeah, you thought it was a chunky. That's <laughs> it. What? He's a munchie. Munchie. <laughs> so now our character. He's a munchie. It doesn't freak them out that there's some weird creature in a bag, but they just like, let's be cute and name him Munchie. Exactly right. And look at the way they transported an alien being. Put him in a duffel bag with his yeah, underwear. That's part of the joke. So now... The archaeologist. The archaeologist. Yeah. He's irresponsibly leaving his kid in charge of Munchie. Yeah, he should be kicked out of the archaeology guild. Look, Mike, he's got an alien creature. And what does he do? You watch this <laughs> dog for a little while. Let's put him in a duffel bag. You better. And uh, watch TV. Now, Harvey Corman across the street is listening in. He's got his brother's house bugged. Weird. Yeah. Oh, like our brothers. Our brothers do that all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally on to Marcus, and I find bugs all the time. He's very bad at it. <laughs> very bad at years, it. Years, but I, I see right through him. Sometimes I scam him. I like talk scandals into it, get them all riled up, and disprove it right. in front of parents. Yeah, I, well, my, my brother's house is really dirty, so I see bugs in there all the time. Yeah, lots of bugs. Oh, Carl, I was going to tell you a joke about snot, but I figured you would think it was too on the nose. <laughs> okay, snot. Look, Elvis. On the nose. Yeah, now, on the nose. Cecil, right there with his wig, right? Look at that stupid mustache. Yeah. Okay, Cecil yeah. has a wife named Melvis. <laughs> Cecil and Melvin? Melvis. Melvis is his wife. Now, you said you were going to sell me your half the land when you got back. So here I am. And, uh, Whoa, there's two Cormans in one shot. That's right. They got Gabe Kaplan. It's 12 days to do that. They got Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> Gabe Kaplan. Yeah. He's probably going to that Connor looking for a gig. Oh, man. No, no way, man. Gabe Kaplan was my hero. He became a professional poker player, like, yeah. when it wasn't cool. <laughs> and ever since then, he does color commentary. Like, he's part of that scene now. He doesn't need, like, stand up or sitcoms. That's he right. He's all right. He still made it. Yeah. He made it. You know, every week I check for the movie Fast Break, the movie starring Gabe Kaplan as a basketball coach. Oh, right. And every week I can't yes. find it. Right, Fast Break. I remember. I, I didn't see – I might have even seen it. It's weird. Remember back then, like, uh, let's just be old-timers for a second. 
A movie came out in this theater. Yeah. It was out for a week, and if you didn't see it, you didn't see it. Oh, I'll, I'll even out-timer you on this. I was on a plane ride as a kid, and that was the movie being featured on the in-flight entertainment fast mm-hmm. break. And of course, my parents were you know we were lucky to be on a plane, let alone get you know amenities like headphones or whatever. Yeah, we were spending money on that. So, and it was an R-rated movie. I was really psyched, but I couldn't watch it. You know, but I flew across on the airplane. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So this is Deadbeat Son. Kind of, yeah. This is Dude, and Dude is a stepson. Stepson's son. That implies that it's from Melvis's first marriage or something, but no, she adopted him. Huh. Now, essentially, Cecil, Harvey Corman, too, is saying, you're going to help me do some evil shit, or, like, I don't know, he threatens to kill him. <laughs> yeah, he's going to choke him like a Homer Simpson. Wow, isn't it weird in these end days to see someone wear a bandana on his head? And not their face. be covering your face. <laughs> now, you see, these are just regular goldfish, but we're getting a soul the story right. that they're tropical fish, and he's in love with them. Oh, so someone's going to ruin it, right? They're going to drop sushi in there or something in the 80s? Yeah, well, they'll just, they'll just be victims of the munchies, and, you know, it's just another way. Right. Now, the woman who directed this, her name's Tina, Tina Hirsch, and she was the film editor for Gremlins. Oh, so she knew her way around the puppets, then? Well, no, I mean, this film is its own. I'm just saying she was a part of Gremlins. She was their editor. So, like, I don't think it was Corman who – Corman did produce this. Anyway, he snapped her up to be in this, to give it legitimacy. And he's got the woman from Critters, the – you know what I mean? He's trying to make it legit. And he's oh, yeah. Corman. So there's a legacy. Mm-hmm. And it's from the editor of Gremlins. And the star of Critters yep. comes Sergeant Corman's uh, Munchies. But she, I just want to say this, Tina Hirsch edited three films for, for Harvey, I mean, sorry, for Corman. For Roger. Roger Corman in the 70s, so. This was her directorial day. Oh, yeah, he tends to. She came to him. Well, you know, you know, sorry, Roger Corman, how there's a lot of filmmakers who made it through his system will say that it was just like a great learning tool. And he, yeah. you know, famously used like uh, James Cameron and Martin Scorsese, gave him the opportunity to kind of just crank out Piranha and what have you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, oh, are they... like, like Rod, Har- uh, Roger Corman's contribution is kind of like, you know, but it was such opportunity. He made movies happen, and sometimes he had gold. And he, just like you said, there a whole like little mini industry of making films revolved around this man. Yeah, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. If, like, he's been around for years. Ooh, what a, by the way, Carl, uh, I'm a gremlin on the streets, but a, a munchies in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Corman's movies aren't good, but you know, I, he's been around for decades, and I haven't heard like a bad thing about him. Like I, he hasn't been sued or anything. Look, he bumps into him, and heart, it's just this look, and they stay there forever. 
I don't know if Corbett had anything to do with that, but like these bad movies are sometimes really good. Well, you do have Harvey Corman, right? Uh-huh. You do have like Harvey Corman, so you want to utilize Harvey Corman. He's one of the great, you know. I don't know him personally, but I know that he's oh, one of the best in sketch comedy. No, I don't. Huh? Oh, I know Tim Conway. Sure. Oh, sure. Good. Conway will have lunch sure. with anyone who will pay the bill. <coughs> who else was on the Carol the Net show? It was uh, uh, the there's f- one actor that I always see. That, like he's always young and has like crazy hair, but he's always in the uh, Carol Burnett show, and I can't think of him. And there was also the oh, other woman who played Mama, who com- Mama's family. Yeah, who complimented like so much of Carol Burnett's uh, sketches. I I just know her face, I guess. Uh, okay, so this is all plain. Look now, look. I want you to see that it's not even a puppet; it's a stuffed animal. Uh huh. <laughs> A little stop motion animation, maybe at most. Well, they've got like some sort of fishtail going on. The thing is, there was no budget or money's put into like they 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 can't bend joints. They're stuffed animals. Right. Well, we should note that due to budget constraints, this whole action sequence takes place in her kitchen. <laughs> due to budget constraints. <laughs> we are not shooting outside this house. <laughs> we only have 12 days. No, that's a good take. No, that's a good take. No, we're not doing it again. Well, you know, Cor- Corman was known for making movies, uh, shooting them in two days. Uh, that's Bucket of Blood and uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. They were going to tear down the set, and he said, well, wait, 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 I'll make a movie called Little Shop of Horrors, and he did in two days. Wow. So that was when he was directing, though. What's with this T-shirt? How 80s is this movie? Is it Grateful Dead shirt? Yes. See, right now he's complaining that he wanted to go to the Berkeley Hackensack, Hacky Hacky Sack Festival, <laughs> and he said, "No, you're coming." We celebrate Hackensack. So he's doing the same thing I... that his brother did. He's saying to his son, "Watch this alien creature. See the gun." Yeah. He's always threatening to kill him. It's kill his son. His, well, stepson, but. His stepson, yeah. But maybe the menace isn't the uh, munchies. Maybe it's your stepdad. <laughs> oh, that's missionary. It's so fucking. Oh, it's not missionary. <laughs> Some kind of funky missionary. It's like a six. Uh, missionary. It isn't a 69. It's a yeah. six. Right. <laughs> now it's an L. It's a greater than sign. All right. So he's now, not like, the, dead. the munch. Yeah, he's into the dead. That's what it's all about. So the munchie's not really causing any trouble. I mean, he's just being a, like a little dummy. Uh, but he'll get annoyed with him and start getting physical. And when that happens. Uh. The munchie just starts to change. Really? But slam into the nice. wall. Nice. He hasn't been mistreated by That's any. Exactly what you There's bird tweeting noises. 
That's so unrealistic. Who's <laughs> the great guy too? Know that? Forget it. Harvey Corman. Oh, hey, remember when I had a pool table in my kitchen? Very 80s. Yeah. <laughs> this was like a, a MTV's like crib, you know, where they're like, hi, I'm Martha Blackburn. Welcome to MTV. We'll be showing videos all hour. You know how they had their cool right. apartment. You see that special effect? Do you remember? Yeah. That was, that's like a lot of money. Do you remember the FX, the TV network, the cable network, when it first came out, they had like the FX house? Uh-huh. And they'd be like, we're showing Batman reruns here at the FX house. Okay. Yeah. That's it was before they did a original program. Of, of us. Batman reruns. Content, yeah. Look, yeah. I just want to say again, yeah. it's embarrassing to me for Roger Corman that these are stuffed animals, toys. They're toys. They're not puppets. They didn't even like have a prop team like create an original puppet. They just took an existing toy and right. added fangs. Watch. Did you see how it's inanimate in that shot? Yeah. Uh-huh. Ouch! It's a I feel bad for this actor. Oh uh oh. <laughs> now he's really he, gonna he's getting pissed. Chew, huh? He's taking... Scratch. That's my cue. I get it. That was a pool. Anyway. So look. He pulled yeah, right, right. He said, "Good." The fuck is in their kitchen? But this guy has like acupuncture needles. Right. But oh he, no, fondue needles. He's shooting Uh-oh. a gun in his own home. Like his father said, "You watch this animal for me," and now he's <laughs> chasing it around to kill it. All right. Well, you had to be there. This house is so 80s. It looks like the house from the Twilight Zone movie where the kid trapped yeah, everybody. Yeah. Wow. Shot the sticky fingers. So I can't tell if it's product placement or they're just poorly just shot. You know, they just said, okay, put some Cokes here and wear a Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah, I doubt it's product placement because it's Corman and it was quickly done. I don't know. Look how it's a toy. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm gonna stop complaining about it. It's a toy. We get it. There's well, we played with toys before, no, right? Do we it. play with toys in movies? Oh no! He cut it in two. He did it. Oh, you can see the stuffing come out of the toy. Oh. Uh, oh. I guess oh. I'm going oh. to be hurt. Oh, my sick face in fridge. <laughs> Look. This looks like the kitchen that Roger Rabbit chased around. Uh-oh. It must be after midnight. Okay, now. Or he must have fed him. Cecil went to the train station to pick up Melvis. 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 You know, Melvis is a hero to most. The kid's name is Dude. He just loves you. Here's why she adopted. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we got married. No. Uh -oh. Now, it was only cut in two, and yet we're getting multiple. 
good. The movie's fucking called Munchies. Right. And this is half hour into this fucking movie. I want to see multiple Munchies. So I, so there's this is a trilogy. So this is a theatrically released wink on wink uh, movie that went straight to video called Munchies. The video sales were good enough that Corbin and a new production company produced Munchie in '92, which is a kids movie. And then they made a follow-up to the kids' movie called Munchie Strikes Back. Right. And we saw Munchie last week, and we just had to see the original. <laughs> we just had to. <laughs> yeah, we had to. <laughs> I made you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I like this one. Oh, come here, we'll Uncle like... Jonathan. You like this? <laughs> it's pain. Now, look. They turned oh. the sound up so loud that it killed him. Shut up. Yeah. That's the plot. He just you just saw him die. They turned up the sound so said, it killed him. The volume said Well who how would it kill them? Well the volume is set to knob is set to nine. Set to oh, shit. <laughs> murder most loud. Yeah, right. And then they got a fucking gun. It was a murder most loud. <laughs> That's like the lamest murder she wrote episode. Now, there was God, a gun, so, this... so the munchies conveniently decided, you know, to have fun with a gun. So now they, the thing yeah, is, well, you they, know, they know everything. Listen, this is what's incredible. They're just born, as you know, but they know everything. Right. They're all t- one of them sounds like Cheech, and the other sounds like Chong. The, you know, they're they're getting turned on right now by her oh, dance. Yeah, it's yeah, like grew up and went to college. Oh, trapped. That's right. Isn't he proud of him? There, himself? I got the puppeteer's hands out of their them. Oh, guys, they're fucking munchies. They're gonna survive that garbage can. What yeah, are you thinking? they're they had a gun. about their ears. Oh, gun. Now look at Melvis's Cadillac. I know it's so it's eighties fifties kitsch, right? right? The Elvis references, the uh, the pink uh, Cadillacs with the fins. It's all 80s takes on uh, 50s culture. Oh, 50s. Yeah. 30 years earlier. That's always the way it is with nostalgia. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why we watched Have Strange Things and all that garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's 80s, 80s nostalgia, but through a 2010 lens. Yeah. 2020 lens. Prism. Okay, now, here's a joke of the film. They're driving a gremlin. Uh, Well, that's what I like to see. And it's not even... It's like a Tijuana Bible. Yeah, then the munchie rides a gremlin, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, they're drinking Coke? They're not drinking beers? They should be drinking... Ghoulies would drink beers when they steal a car. Hot! They are smoking pot. That's pretty cool. And cigarettes. This became a kid's movie. Yeah. Okay, now once again, we have our guy, uh, Dean, the jerk. Pulling him over. Oh, yeah. If there wasn't traffic, this Good guy thing would he's on the road. To do. Yeah, right. Well, there's nothing else to do. The town consists of, of two part, uh, suburban houses. Yeah, really. You know, I really wonder what's going to happen, Mike, when we do have self-driving cars, be it 50 years from now or whatever, 25. I don't know what it's the future will hold. Yeah. It's, what it's will coming. cops do 
when traffic is removed. Huh. Well, you've seen that uh, Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates, right, where they, they just mm-hmm. have their robot bodies walk around and they sit in the office desk as human flesh pots. Right. That's what's going to happen. Well, Okay, so now they're scamming the cop. And it's totally stupid and not believable, even as a – they're telling him that the, her mother – her father works for the CIA, and they're on a mission, and communists are going to blow up uh, this golf course, this uh, mini golf course, and they're enlisting him to help by guarding it. Oh, uh, well – He's my favorite kind of actor, the mouth breather. <laughs> By the way, he—it's um, not believable in real life in the in the world of the movie. Suspending disbelief, it's not believable that this guy would believe that and go off to hide. To all right, whatever. Listen, I love. Yeah, no, it's not believable. It says Gremlin on the uh, newspaper. Yes, another nod. That's a pretty heavy nod. That's like a knock. Well, it's sort of like, yeah, we're making it. So, yeah. That's right, Gremlins. We're... Gremlins was old. This is at the end of the fade, the, the craze, you know. Yeah, but so so I guess this is just we're talking about like we live in the Netflix world, but this is a, a video store world when this this came about. Yeah, and then also so it doesn't matter like the, he got the movie, whatever movie theater it played, it played. But then the video went straight to the wall, yep. and it was next to your copy of Gremlins. You know, like and Gremlins also is interesting because it, the original was like an '84, but the sequel was like '90, '91. And, you know, the sequel is notoriously, like, insane. Like, it just throws everything out the window. So I I think you said 84, and I think you're right. But so Gremlins, Ghoulies, Critters, and Troll had all already been out. This was the very last one, Munchies. Right, Troll. Well, we we watched Troll 1, and Troll 2 is is, Mm – we've seen Troll. Yeah, That's with uh, Brad Hall and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. And then Troll 2, uh, there's a documentary called Worst Film Ever, talking about the production of that film. Troll, okay. Uh, the yeah. Howling 7. My stepsister is a werewolf, right? Is that one of the titles? Listen, this old lady, you see this old lady? Yeah. She's She was in The Wedding Singer doing that rap, uh, Rapper's Delight. Oh, that's the rapid granny. Yeah. Oh, way to bury the lead. Oh, now I can enjoy this movie. It's got two of the greats, Corbin, Harvey Corbin, and Rappy Granny from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> so they just fucked up gr- the car. Yeah. yeah. Where did they get their clothes? Like, where, where did they get their sunglasses? What Hot Topics <laughs> were selling, like, munchie-sized sunglasses? No, wait. He pulls up, and he says, which way did they go? And then Granny points, the only way you can go. Right? It, yeah. It throughout the so film. Which way did he go? That way. Duh. Well, which way do you think he went? That's so funny. Right? Yeah, well, you got to keep the plot going. Yeah. That was a real snack. No, even though you got to keep the plot going, as a viewer, 
you see that and it's not believable. No one in the real world would do that. <laughs> okay, so they come in to find right. a wreck. They don't know the munchies were here. Melvis doesn't even know Dude. what a munchie is. But she's going to find her dead son, right? Yes. Oh, this is very sad. Nah, it's not so sad. It's a sad. Okay, here. It's a sad moment of munching. Finds him. Dude. Alas, poor dude. Alas, poor dude. I knew him well. I knew him, Horatio. <laughs> now, Takes her. Corman cares about the tropical fish. Oh, man. A lot of death in this movie. Looks like the looks like my tropical fishes don't sleep with the fishes no more. <laughs> Your tropical fishes sleep with the fishes. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Don Cheech. Like, yeah. Uh, my tropical fishes yeah, they sleep with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. I capiche. understand. You understand. You say I say you capiche. I capiche. I capiche. <laughs> <laughs> Recording our favorite movie foreplay with the uh, scene with Zero Mistel as a gangster. We do have that as one of our archived uh, movies. He cut pieces. <laughs> Woo. No one. Now watch. No one has helmets and no one has seatbelts. The munchies are just fucking with these motorcyclists, and the motorcyclists are being dicks and not letting them through. Who do you think is going to win this battle? Well, if I've seen the Corman biker movie before, I think the munchies are going to win. <laughs> It's so 80s. No helmets, no seatbelts. That's right. Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Special Into event. a lake. Into a conveniently placed lake. <laughs> now watch. He flips him the bird. That's a bridge too far. And now... How do they know it's a bird? It's just a big claw. I, I, and nobody seems weirded out that they're munchies. So what? what is... Uh, what does Paul say? Which way did they go? Cindy screams out, which way did they go? Yeah. They went the only way you can go. Okay, never mind. They say, they went that way. Oh, it's Mel Vineland. Yeah, Vineland. the golf course, and it's owned by Cecil. It's Melvis Land, but it reads as Mel Island. I-S-L-A-N-D. Like, do you remember the time where I had Penis Land and everyone called it Penn Island? Pissed yeah, off. that was so annoying. It's Penis Land. Read it, read yeah, it. Yeah, not Penn Island. Wasn't there a joke with well, Shadynasty? Do you, do you, did you see It's Always Sunny with Shadynasty? Oh, no. <laughs> i never seen it. It was Shady Nasty. All right. Well, hey, we got half the cast here already. Now, basically, it's more like I'm a buffoon. I don't intend to let rampant anarchy rule the day just because my dad's away. <laughs> what a pending disaster. The disaster that wrecked my condo, ate my tropical fish, and killed dude Macintosh, my beloved stepson. There's been a murder? My first murder. What a great day. I'm yeah. on case. <laughs> okay. That was a good joke in you know, the whole film. They, they waited like six hours until the cops or son is dead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, and later they'll go to a his the mini golf course opening. 
you know they don't care that they're suffering. right i don't care if dude's dead hey listen one less deadhead you know you know my motto <laughs> so now they're having the confrontation uh, you know because let's face it cecil stole the munchie then the munchie got away dude hacked the munchie the munchie turned into murderous bicyclist he goes shut up F so you. distracting what's that i hate i hate ex i hate windy exterior shots they're just oh. so distracting imagine <laughs> the continuity go on the shot nothing matches what a pet hair's blowing her face and now it's not blowing her face I've heard you say this Look, before. Her hair is blo- yeah, I hate movies shot in Florida because it's so windy. It's like they can't control it. <laughs> some movies pull it off. But look, her hair was in her face like yep. two shots ago. It was. And, then, and it isn't. Yeah. Well, whatevs. 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 Now, it's I don't know any world. of these reference, but apparently the voices of these uh, munchies Sounds like Gizmo the Mogwa, Cheech right? Martin, that's Howie Mandel. Doctor Claw. Uh huh. Oh, from uh, wait, 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 Inspector Gadget. No, Pepe Le Pew and. I'll Doug get you Donald. next time, Gadget. Pepe Le Pew. How come Pepe Le Pew is not shown anymore? Is it because he's a fucking predator? Uh no no. Uh, as you know, like none of those cartoons we used to love when we were kids get shown today. It's just a new generation, you know. Right. Um, Speedy Gonzalez, Speedy Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Roadrunner. Well, Roadrunner is still around. I think the reason why no one shows Roadrunner isn't because it's politically incorrect now. It's just because it's a monotonous premise, right? How many times do you have to see that? Well, I get that, it. Life is ex- ex- 